Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to USA Global TV's United Kitchens. I am Ricky McKenna. I'm a certified nutritionist for over 20 years and a chef for even longer than that. And so I'm welcoming you into my kitchen. This is Ricky's Kitchen, where you can find food and fun and food for thought. So uh, with that, I think we can begin wherever you are. I hope you're in the mood for something, a couple of options for things, because we're going to do some stuffed chicken breasts. And I've got a couple of different ways to show you how to stuff them. And um, so we will start, first of all, let's put my, welcome to my take whisks. You do take whisks in the kitchen because it's one of the best tools you'll ever find. So you can also get a cup that says take whisks. It's on my website, which is rickyskitchen.net. Ah, yummy. It's cool outside, so I'm drinking a nice cup of hot coffee. So we'll set that aside, and we'll get our chicken breasts ready. First thing I do with the chicken breasts, of course, is wash them. And I have two different ones here. One's a little thicker than the other. So what I'm going to do is take the thicker one, and we are going to, first of all, cut off the fat. Um, I like to trim my chicken breast because we don't want to eat the fat in here, and which actually is kind of good for you, especially if you'd asked my grandmother. She would have said definitely chicken fat is one of the best things in the world for you, especially when you combine it with a little garlic and salt and pepper and you render it and uh, lather it on a piece of bread, even a piece of toast. But what we're going to do today is we're going to take the thinner one first, yeah, I think this one is thinner. Okay. This one's thinner. It's a full um, skinned boneless chicken breast, which is also the leanest part of the chicken. And the first thing I'm going to do with it is take my favorite little, if you bother me in the kitchen, you're in trouble, tool, which is also a tenderizer as well as a, a good little hammer for doing something like this which is pounding the chicken breast out. And we're going to pound it out. You can use these for uh, cooking in a sous vide as well, if you happen to have one of those wonderful um, machines. I'm just going to pound the daylight out of this thing so we can get it a little bit thinner. And in a second, I'll show you what happens when you have a really thick chicken breast. We can just cut that part. I'll show you how. So we can kind of open it up and thin it out a little bit. There we go. Because what we're going to do with this one, when we stuff it, we're going to roll it. 
and roll the stuffing of the cheese and the basil inside. We're going to use our goat cheese. I have two kinds of goat cheese. You have to be careful when you're doing this not to go completely through the meat because you want everything to stay inside the roll. So from that little rubbery breast, we now have a thinner one which we can roll up. Here we go. So I'm going to take that beautiful little breast and we're going to take our, I have two kinds of cheese. I have goat cheese that is plain as well as goat cheese that already has some herbs and a little bit of garlic in it. So we're going to use about two tablespoons here. We're going to mix up the cheese to use in both of the breasts at once. So I'm going to get all that good stuff. I love goat cheese. And and we've got about four tablespoons all together to use in both chicken breasts. And sometimes when you do put the chicken breasts, when the stuffing is in the chicken breast, you have to be careful not to overstuff because you will have it all over the pan or your oven if you decide to bake it in the oven. But we're going to pan saute these or pan fry them. And so, here we go. And of course, you take the cheese out a couple of hours before you start doing this so that it softens and you can work with it. And I'm going to add a little bit of olive oil to it, which never hurts. And actually, I'm going to get a fork and use that because that works better for when you're doing something like this. We'll get as much of our cheese in there, add a little bit of olive oil to it, just a drop, maybe um, half a teaspoon, and mix it around. So I'm mixing both the cheeses, the goat cheese, which has some herbs in it, as well as one that's plain. You can use either or both. That's another option. I like options in the kitchen. So we're mixing up our cheese so we can get the two of them together because I do like the herb stuffed one. Here we go. And now I'm going to add, there are two ways to add the basil to this when you're stuffing the chickens. You can either add it into the mix, which is what I'm going to do with some of it. I have some what I call regular basil, and I have some Thai basil, which is a little bit stronger. Then I'm going to cut, just chop up a little bit, because it releases all the wonderful oils and aromas in basil. And we're going to add that to the mix. Let's see, we have two kinds here. And I find the Thai basil has a little stronger flavor and stronger, not so much aroma, but the flavor is stronger with the Thai basil. So I'm going to use about, that's, I think I've got about a tablespoon here. That's just about, we're going to add a little bit more of the regular plain basil, just because. And we're going to save some of those leaves because we'll use both the whole leaves and the basil infused goat cheese to stuff. 
it up a little bit and just plop it right in there and we'll mix it up in a couple of seconds. There we go. And mix that right in there with it. Um, if you like, you can add a little bit of salt or pepper, but I'm going to salt and pepper the chicken breast itself shortly. And another thing you might want to add in, and actually I'm going to do it with this one that I'm going to roll. Here we go. I want to get the basil thoroughly mixed into the goat cheese. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of salt and pepper on the inside. And then, of course, we can do it on the outside as well, just a bit. Or you can put some in the cheese. Take your choice. And I'm going to take a scallion or green onion. <clears throat> we had this discussion last week. Is there a difference between a scallion and a green onion? And basically the answer is no, they're the same. So I'm going to take some tops of my green onion and slice them really thin. And just little teeny skinny pieces. And I'm going to decorate the inside of this with those little skinny pieces. So before I put my goat cheese in, which I will do now, I've taken some of the wonderful aromatic green onions and put it on top and so we're going to spread this out actually i think i'm going to use my spreader to do this because you don't want a thick layer of it because you want it to roll now don't spread it to the edges spread it just about close maybe a half an inch from the edge depending on the size of the chicken breast of course you don't want to spread it all the way out, but you want to stuff it. There we go. And it's a pretty good sized chicken breast, so we'll have enough to roll. And since I've got a little piece that comes off that side, kind of, I'll show you what we do with that. There we go. I'm going to choose, I think you can see how I'm doing this. Here we go. I'm going to close this side a little bit, bring it in, and then start rolling from the other end and literally roll it up. I'll let you see that. Here we go. And I'm going to take the flap of chicken that's left there and close that with a couple of toothpicks. Now don't worry about the toothpicks when you're cooking it because they will be fine. Now I'm going to make sure we got the end here too. And yes, you will have some of the cheese. Oh, I think we could just do with the two of them. Popping out the ends, but that's why I cautioned you not to spread it all the way out to the edge of the chicken. So a little bit of olive oil in our pan. Not a lot. And we'll turn it on to medium. And I'm also going to put a little salt and pepper on the outside. 
and we'll take that over when the pan starts to, the olive oil starts to melt. We'll give it a little time here. And just for fun, just to keep you on target, here's what one finish looks like. The stuffing has come out a little bit, as you can see. This is actually melted cheese that I poured over it when I took it from the pan and put it and plated it and some avocado slices. And also, just as a suggestion for serving with it, I think green peas are an underused vegetable. So we warmed up some green peas after I had sauteed some shiitake and baby bell and mushrooms together and combined them. And the only thing I used in there was a wee bit of garlic and the actual juice from the can of the um, little sweet peas. So that makes a nice accompaniment to the chicken, the stuffed chicken with the, um, the goat cheese on the inside. So we will now take this pretty little thing, put it in the pan as it begins to, we'll hear it as it begins to sizzle very shortly. So in the meantime, let's get our other chicken breast. This one being a little bit thicker, I'm going to slice it in half and make a pocket. So I'm slicing from the side, the thick side, toward the thin side. And be really careful with a very sharp knife so that you don't cut it all the way through. You want to create a pocket. Kind of making a pita pocket out of a chicken breast, sort of. And here we go. I can hear my chicken breast starting to sizzle over there. Let's take a look. I don't want it to really splash out a lot, so I'm going to turn it down to medium-high. And to help it along with the cooking, we're going to cover it. And you'll see why we're doing that in a few minutes. It will brown beautifully, by the way. So now I'm going to do the same thing with this one. Take a little bit of that leftover the scallions. And I'm going to take my basil leaves. And we can just break them off. And put a few on the bottom before we put the cheese on. And actually, I think it's better to really put the cheese in first. Let me just make sure that's mixed up nicely, which it is. All right. And we'll just very easily put that right in that crease where we have the pocket. I can hear the other one starting to sizzle now, so you have to keep an eye on it. And it'll turn over a couple of times. And it takes a total of about, oh, 20, 25 minutes for it to complete the cooking. Especially when you want to make sure the chicken is cooked well through. But the breasts will cook quite quickly. So now I've got my little boat full of goat cheese here, and I'm going to take some more of those lovely basil leaves and put them on top. Just after you wash them, of course. Carefully put them in there. Stuff as many as you like. We happen to love this combination. So I'm going to stuff 
I've got basically about six or seven leaves, and I'm also going to put some of the Thai basil in there as well for flavor. And it won't get overly basil unless you really don't like basil. But at any rate, there we go. And now we take the flaps and simply close it. And yep, the leaves will stick out a little bit. But we've got that nicely stuffed in there. And I'm going to take my toothpicks. And there we have it. Aha! Uh -huh. I see what's going on here. We might have to put this little, little sewing on the breast here. So we've got that one popping, and I did cover it for two reasons. As I said, it helps the cooking, but it also helps keep it from splashing the oil all over the place. And now let's go over there and see what all this looks like as it's cooking. But first, a little more salt and pepper on the outside, as I said. Here we go. Add as much pepper as you like. You can do as little or as much as you like. And aha, let's go see what that looks like in the pan. Let me see if we can just get there in a second. Aha! I'm going to carefully remove the top. And you can hear it sizzling, and frankly, I have it down on low at this point. So we'll carefully remove that, because our other chicken breast is stuffed a little differently, and put it in the pan. And you can see the first one is already cooking, and the top, of course, helps it. I'm going to turn it over now. This one, of course, I've shown you with the avocados, and then we'll take the peas and the mushrooms, and that will be lovely for a meal. Of course, you can always serve it with the salad, any kind of salad that you choose. It's up to you. I would serve it with a green salad or possibly with a lot of tomatoes. And what I want to do is show you how this looks on the inside now. 
And so we'll take that and start slicing. And you can, this is the one where I stuffed the pocket. So we're going to take that. I can find my fork. There it is. And take out my last toothpick, which did hold it together beautifully. Toothpicks are so handy in the kitchen. Move the avocado over a wee bit so I can slice it and show you how this looks. And you can serve it either as a whole or if you so desire. If you're having people and you want them to be able to choose from slices, you can actually serve it hot or cold. This one has been refrigerated so it's a little cooled off. But I want you to see how pretty that is on the inside for serving. There we go. And if you have some of the cheese that does come out when it's cooked, that you can also drizzle the cheese on top of it for serving as well. And I'm gonna do one more little slice to let you see how pretty that looks with the goat cheese stuffed in there. There we go. And then take a wee bit of the cheese. As I said, it was in the refrigerator for a while. And you can just put it on top and see how it works for flavor or just let people cut into it. And here you have a beautifully stuffed chicken breast and your avocado to go with it and the peas. And let's see, it only has to cook for about 15 or 20 minutes. I keep rolling it so that it does cook fairly even, evenly. And as you know, you really don't want chicken that isn't cooked. So we'll take that. And just as a hint, since we won't be here for Thanksgiving, um, what we're going to do the day after Thanksgiving on next week's show, which is actually called Black Friday for some ridiculous reason, uh, which I never have found out, by the way. But we're going to have, um, of course, you'll have leftovers. There's, how can you have Thanksgiving without having less leftovers? So what we'll be doing next week is taking some of those leftovers from the refrigerator or the pantry, wherever they happen to be, usually in the refrigerator, and we're going to create from that. For example, everybody usually makes turkey soup. If you've got leftover turkey and turkey bones and turkey meat and so forth, of course, the, the first thing is either turkey salad or turkey soup. So you can go either way with that. Um, there's a lot of different ways to make the turkey salad as well, using up the vegetables. And then, of course, you can take the stuffing and have something like um, either an acorn squash or maybe even zucchini, a large zucchini that you can hollow out and you can stuff the acorn squash with your turkey stuffing. That's one suggestion that I make. There's another way to use the stuffing and that's to um, add some more vegetables to it, depending on what your stuffing is. And traditionally in Texas, I found that oysters seem to be a very traditional stuffing. Using oysters 
that are sauteed and put in with um, the breading, put in with lots of onions and celery and so forth. Um, so you can take that and make another dish out of it by adding additional vegetables to it. So just, just a couple of ideas for what to do with the leftovers. And we'll do more next week when we actually have the leftovers. So let's check our chicken. Ah, we're bubbling nicely. And of course the chicken has its own juices that are coming out. Let's get over here and let you see what that looks like. It's really kind of neat. There we go. You can see that the oil and the juices from the chicken are bubbling up. That's perfect. And it's very interesting. Here's the one that we rolled and you can see, I think you can see the cheese starting to come out. So what I'm gonna do is carefully roll it over on the other side. It's cooking beautifully. And it will brown a little bit more once some of this reduces. And I'm gonna turn this one over. This is the one that we cut in half. There we go, we're browning nicely. Now I'm gonna turn it up because low is not really where I want it to cook. And of course we can almost deglaze the chicken from the bottom now. There we go. And now if we wait a couple of minutes, all this wonderful cheese that's on the top will actually be in the pan and it will <clears throat> start to brown as you can see it starting to happen over here which is perfect because it makes an absolutely beautiful sauce to pour over the chicken. So we'll cover this up again, make sure our roll stays rolled and our pocket stays in there and you can see the basil starting to cook. It's gonna come out a little bit too, but that's fine. Turning it up and I'm gonna cover it again which of course concentrates the heat and helps it cook faster. So with that, in the meantime, I'm gonna take my avocado and get that ready. So I'm gonna remove my, I do not like to put raw meat, especially chicken on a wooden surface, uh, unless it's a separate wooden chopping block. So I use the silicone block for any kind of raw turkey or chicken, even beef or lamb, any kind of raw meat, because the wood will absorb what's there. Once it's cooked, that's a different story. And of course, we can always put it on a plate and cut it. So now I'd like to show you how to cut your avocado. And in the meantime, I'll grab my book so you can see that. It's yes, you can eat well and eat right and it's found on Amazon. You can also get the spiral version from me because Amazon is not doing that. I have a spiral version which is much easier to use because inside you'll find not just recipes, but I figure that people have their own ways of doing things. And so you might wanna add some notes. So there's room for your notes and ideas. There's some blank pages. And so you can write down the things that you like to do to interpret the recipes for your individual or your family use. So there's the book. It's Yes, You Can Eat Well and Eat Right on Amazon. And if you'd like to order it from me, please just use 
rickyskitchen.net. That's R-I-C-K-I-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N.net. And I'll be happy to send one to you. Actually, I have a special going now for the holidays, and it's $30, including shipping. So that's one thing that you can do for yourself and your family, and it makes a great gift. Which, by the way, I do have an apron that is also available. Aha, we have a good one. I'm always a little concerned when I open up an avocado, whether it's really going to be absolutely wonderful on the inside or we'll have to discard some of it. Something I found, instead of using the point of a knife, I use the back of the knife to slice through the avocado. And what I'm going to do is just slice it now into skinny pieces. And so we can use it next to the chicken. And then take a big spoon, if you don't have an avocado remover, a large serving spoon makes a good one. It's about the same size, so it's easy to take the avocado slices out at one time. Especially if it's quite ripe, which this one is. So we're going to take these out and put them on a plate. And in anticipation of putting them around the next two little chicken breasts that come out. And yeah, this one is quite ripe. So I like my avocados to be ripe, but a little on the firm side, which this one still is. So we have the slices ready now. And I'll show you another way to do this. What I do sometimes is cut my avocado and let's hope this one does it. And I can take the skin off all at once. Ah, perfect. Just skin it very carefully. Kind of hold your fingers on the back as you pull the skin off. It makes it easy to do. And then you can cut your slices from here. And this time I'll use the point of the knife and just slide them off. <laughs> they kind of stick to the pit. There we go. You can see that. And we can slice this one into thirds as well. So we have our avocado ready for adding to the chicken breast when it comes out. There we go. And of course, if you're like me, you'll just take the rest of the avocado and eat it. Now, if you want to serve it separately and allow people to garnish their plates themselves, here's one good way to do it. So that people can pick these up with their fork. Or, of course, you can put a serving fork on the plate, which I really like. Um, we can add some little pieces of the basil leaves to make it look pretty. And what I might suggest also along with this dish would be some tomatoes. And since I don't have any at the moment, we'll just use the basil for garnish. There we go. And actually, one thing that also works, excuse me while I clean my messy paws. <coughs> All right. And here's another interpretation of something. 
I can grab something that's in the refrigerator that many of you will probably use during the holidays as well. And we have some olives. So for garnishes, we'll give things a little taste. And let's get another spoon that's clean. And we'll take some great big stuffed olives and add them to the plate so people can choose what they want. And attempting, I have a slotted spoon so I don't get all the juice from the olives as well. And this makes a pretty plate on your table as well for serving. There we go. There we are. So, in order to accompany the chicken breasts, we now have a lovely plate of avocado slices ready to go on the table. And if people want to add more basil, it's there as well. And for some more fun, you can always take the scallion or green onion that we used. And let's slice that up a bit. But I'm going to slice this one on the diagonal. So we can use it as a garnish when the chicken breasts come out. You can see if you use everything in your kitchen, get it all ready ahead of time. So by the time the chicken breasts are ready, you have everything sitting there for people to choose from. And what I'm going to do with these is put them in a little dish. So they're ready for people to choose and they can use a little spoon or fork or actually something that I don't know if everyone has these, but if I can find it, well, maybe I can't. <laughs> um, you can use little, little tiny pincers like a, these, but smaller. Or you can just put a fork there for people today. So you have a whole bunch of garnishes to go with your chicken breasts that are really tasty. And each person can interpret as they choose. So we've got, our, of course, our peas and mushrooms, which are always good. And they'd be hot to go with it as well. And you have some of the cold accompaniments to go on there and let's see how our chicken breasts are doing because I think they're almost ready. Ah, here we go. As you can see, we are bubbling. This is good. And we're browning as well. And now I'm going to deliberately turn that chicken over so that some of the cheese comes out into the pan. And the same with this one. If you have a nonstick pan, sometimes those will work better. There we go. And you can see here the cheese is coming out and it will, it will actually fry, which is wonderful. Because then you can take the pieces and use them as garnish and they taste scrumptious. We're almost done with this one. I'm going to let this one cook a little bit more. But I want some more of the cheese to come out just a little so that it fries up. And we can turn the pan down again, cover it up, and let that work.
Oh, I really have to tell you that everything smells absolutely scrumptious. If you want people to come into your kitchen, this is one of the best things to cook. So, um, do we have any questions or any comments out there? I would love to see if anybody's commenting on this or if you have any questions and I can help. Okay. Hello, hello, here we are. And again, you can reach me at rickyskitchen.net or you can actually text me if you put Ricky's Kitch or Kitch, K-I-T-C-H, into your text. And you can reach me at, if you're in the U.S., it's 970-618-7607 or OnePlus if you're outside the U.S. And I invite you to call or text. Specifically, text is better because I will answer your texts. And make sure you put in their kitsch. So with that, I will, you've seen what the whole thing looks like here. I hope you enjoy this. And it's easy. As I said, you can either stuff it and roll it or split it in half if they're really thick. And make a pocket like you do in a, in a pita bread or something. And stuff your chicken breasts with my favorite goat cheese with a lot of herbs and fresh basil. And then add your accoutrement, as in avocados, olives, peas, and you have a fabulous meal. So with that, if nobody has any questions, I will just say hearty appetite. Thank you for being with us at USA Global TV. And enjoy your meal. If I can help, you can reach me again at rickyskitchen.net. And I suggest this is a wonderful gift to send to your friends and those you know who like to cook. And even some who don't like to cook, because there might be some information in here they can use for cooking and for their health. As I am, I've included some nutritional information in here for everybody's information and edification. And it's really something that I think people will appreciate, especially if you can't think of what else to give them. Give them my book. Yes, you can eat well and eat right. And so enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your stuffed chicken breasts. And there's some more recipes in here, about 30 of them. And we will see you again next Friday for what's left is right. And see what to do with all those leftovers from Thanksgiving. In the meantime, everybody have a healthy and happy Thanksgiving. And blessings to all you and your families. And thank you for being with us again. It's Ricky's Kitchen and USA Global TV's United Kitchen saying bon appetit. Thank you for being here.